With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. When you have a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I'm treating my wife while grilling. I'm treating myself with a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, it just tastes right. Whether it's barbecue season or just celebrating a regular day with burgers and dogs, with a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. It's hour one on this Wednesday. The boys are here, ready to go. We stirred it up a little bit yesterday afternoon. I've got an update for you on the possibility of Big Ten football this season. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Mark Jackson. He will join us coming up. He did Game 7 last night between uh, the Nuggets and the Jazz. As the Nuggets pick up the win in dramatic fashion, they move on to face the Clippers. Celtics up 2-0 on the Raptors. Tonight, the Heat against the Bucks, Game 2, and Game 7, Thunder and the Rockets. We'll have a play of the day, stat of the day. McLevin has a poll question, I'm sure. It wasn't the one-on-one battle that we thought it was going to be last night. Denver's Jamal Murray and Utah's Donovan Mitchell They both ran out of gas, and uh, they were playing great. I thought it was the first player to 50 would uh, pick up the win, but uh, you could tell where they were running out of steam last night. It was an incredible finish there. came down to the last second. Mike Conley had a three to win it, and uh, the Nuggets pick up the victory as they advance. And the series was really a revelation, I think, for NBA fans who didn't know how good Murray and Mitchell were. You knew who go- uh, how good Mitchell was because he's a rookie of the year. Murray kind of lost in the shadow of uh, fellow Kentucky Wildcat Devin Booker. But that's the thing about the playoffs. You really never know who is going to step up, especially this year. Certain guys seem really comfortable shooting. <laughs> we saw that last night in the Celtics game. Denver faces a tough challenge next round against the Clippers, who are prohibitive favorites. Murray won't be able to sneak up on anybody. And you know Doc Rivers is going to throw everything he can at the young Nuggets star. But no one expected him to do what he did in the first round. So maybe, maybe, got a few more tricks for us as Denver moves on to the next round. This program is brought to you by the great folks at LegalZoom. Need to make it legal? Make it LegalZoom.com. You can start online. Their network of independent attorneys providing advice when you need it most. And since LegalZoom is a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. Yesterday afternoon, I got some information from a source. This is the same source who had the information on the Pac-12 and Big Ten shutting down their seasons. So I trust him. I trust him implicitly. And he said October 10th is the date that Big Ten teams are circling and that uh, that's what they're hoping for. Was just told. 
Big Ten will start October 10th if they can pass updated measures and procedures. Don't know if it will happen, but the president uh, may have had an impact. And I said, okay. I said, you got anything else? He said, last night I was told that something was going to happen this week with the Big Ten. Same person today texted me to tell me the October 10th date. They know the fall is by far their best chance. Now, there have been athletic directors and presidents who have refuted this report. But I want to, again, caution you. They have to be able to accomplish the uh, updated measures and procedures, the safety measures and procedures. That's really important to understand in all of this. The reason why they said October 10th, and that's a Saturday, is they want to be involved in the BCS. Okay? You want to get into the Final Four. Wisconsin is loaded this year. Ohio State is loaded this year. This is what I was told as I followed up with why October 10th. That is the latest they can play and still get involved in the beast or in the playoffs for the, the national title game. There are teams, this is what I'm told by my source, there are teams that want to get started right now and be in position to be in the playoffs. There are definitely other schools in the Big Ten that don't want to play. The president gets involved. The fact that there's no leadership, different agendas, makes it difficult to think they can come together. But the Big Ten has itself to blame. Playing in domes during the winter with depleted rosters in the spring for no championship is not an alternative. They have more money than anyone, and they rush to judgment. Now they're going to be watching other conferences start and possibly play a full schedule. That's all the information that I have. I'm not saying they're going to play. This is the date that they are targeting, and there are schools that won't play. And those teams, we might actually have a true Big Ten. Maybe you don't have Rutgers. You're not going to have Northwestern. Maybe Illinois. And I'd probably say to Maryland, eh, you don't need to play this year. We'll just have 10 teams, and maybe you could have a 10-game schedule. Maybe. But you want to be able to qualify, and there's a lot of money at stake here. Yeah, Paul. So based off that, the Big Ten could come back, but not intact. Yeah. It, it, like if there was some type of revote, and it was, you know, 10-4, 10 play, 4 don't. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But the October 10th date gives the Big Ten the opportunity to be in the playoffs. Any time after that won't work. That's why I think everybody had this rush to judgment. The Big Ten is playing. They're starting October 10th. That's the target date they're discuss, discussing right now. October 10th. If we're going to do it, this is when we need to do it by. So we got five weeks. Feels like an eternity. And if not, you're just going to have exhibition games. Because they're talking about, can we play in dome stadiums? You're going to have a lot of these marquee players who are going to opt out. And it's just not going to be good football. They know that this is, the clock is ticking. October 10th. They can. They have five weeks to get ready, and then they're able to qualify for the postseason. And if you have these schools that are going to start in late September, bring them back. You have an t- opportunity. There is a window of opportunity. You know, the president said to uh, Kevin Warren, who's the commissioner of the Big Ten, look, whatever safety measures you need, I will provide that. The government will provide that. The White House will provide that. There's a whole lot of pressure on some people here. And I'm, I, I'm not flippant. I, I don't mean to just throw something out there and walk it back. Or I just, I, you have to put it in, in context of everything that's going on. But what I was told is October 10th, that is the key date. If they're going to play, that's when they will play. But it is a huge if. Because I don't know how many schools, I don't know what safety procedures need to be updated, according to my source, but you can bet Ohio State and Wisconsin definitely want to play. And then you throw in Penn State and you throw in Michigan, Nebraska, we know they want to play. Iowa, we know they want to play. But this isn't a, we're starting on October 10th, and I want to caution anybody who has run with this, this is the target date that they have. And it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Because I even said to my source, is this a long shot? And he said, right now, yes, because you don't have leadership in the Big Ten. And that's what the president is trying to call on the commissioner, Kevin Warren, to say, 
You need help? I'll give you help. And my source even said, look, this is about swing votes for the president. He understands it. And if it can help him with that, and we can also get Big Ten football, then so be it. But that's what these are things that are being discussed right now behind the scenes. And I had people who refuted when uh, I said the Big Ten and Pac-12 were shutting things down. I had the same people who say, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about. Or I don't know who your sources are. It's my same source who told me all this, and I trust him. And uh, if there is an update, I'll give you an update. But October 10th is a target date. And it may be wishful thinking. But I don't know if the Big Ten's going to play this fall. I don't know if the Big Ten plays this spring. I don't know if the Big Ten doesn't play at all this year. But they are trying again, because I think what happened was when I came in that morning and I told you the Big Ten and Pac-12 are not going to play football this year, that sent shockwaves through the Big Ten. And I was told by my report that I was helping reset the Big Ten because now the presidents were not the only ones involved. They made the decision. The athletic directors, the coaches, the players, boosters, everybody got involved. And the presidents had this vote on Sunday afternoon. And then I got the information Sunday night, came in to tell you about that Monday morning. And there were two coaches found out watching the show. And I'm sure a lot of players or families of players, they didn't know. And that's why as much, you know, as people may refute this report in it, then the report is they have a target date. There's no guarantee they're coming back October 10th. But if they do, that's the date they've circled because they can get a schedule in and still have teams compete for the national championship. Because that's the pressure Ohio State is putting on the, the Big Ten right now. Like, we, we can compete for a national championship. Wisconsin feels like they can compete for a national championship. But that's what's going on behind the scenes. And uh, I've asked my source a couple of questions this morning. And I'll see if I can get some more information here on Michigan's practicing right now. Adam Schefter reported that. I'm asking the Big Ten. We got a note into the Big Ten. Like, what what are the practice schedules here? What can they do? And uh, I think it's conceivable. In five weeks, you could have football in the Big Ten. And imagine if you're a Big Ten fan. Or really a football fan. You're going, Austin P is playing Central Arkansas. They don't have any budgets, but they're playing football on ESPN last Saturday night. And you have to be thinking, why aren't we playing football? How is it that high school football in Ohio is playing? The Bengals, the Browns are going to be playing. We're the Ohio State. There's 75 other schools that aren't playing. Nebraska's saying the same thing. Iowa's saying the same thing. How is it you can't play football? But Iowa State can, and I guess they're going to have over 20,000 fans at their first home game. So you're trying to figure all of this out. But I truly believe if Jim Delaney was still the commissioner of the Big Ten, Big Ten would be playing football right now. He's a businessman. Now, look, Kevin Warren, who is the commissioner, I don't know him, and he might be correct. He might be the smartest guy in the room to say, hey, I told you we shouldn't be playing football. I, I, I told you that uh, the other conferences shouldn't be playing football. We're going to find out in a couple of months. Pac-12, they closed up shop. They boarded up the, the windows there. Now, nobody's talking about them possibly coming back. But the Big Ten, that is a distinct possibility. And I didn't think I would be saying that a couple of weeks ago. But now I think that the president got involved and the president's going to continue to put pressure on the Big Ten to play football. All right, McLovin, what do you have for me today? What's our poll question? Well, we could uh, ask, do you think there will be Big Ten football? The three choices being this fall, the spring, or just skip the season. Okay. What do you think that would end up like? It feels like it would be like a 33-33-33. You know, all three seem to have some chance, except spring, you just kind of said that doesn't seem likely. I just don't, I don't think we're going to have spring football. So it's either you play or you don't play. I think they're going to give it one more shot to try to pull this off. So I'm going to say that they'll play football this fall. 
even though the, the odds are long that it happens. Just understand that. Because you got to get everybody on the same page. Do you have a revote with your presidents? And the vote has gone from 12 to 2 to 11 to 3. And that was three who wanted to play. And that's Ohio State, uh, Nebraska, and Iowa. Wisconsin wants to play. I think Penn State would follow suit. Michigan State. Uh, Northwestern, I don't, I don't think, is playing. I, don't, I just don't, I don't see that happening. Even the Ohio State president, Christina Johnson, said she sees a path that could lead to Big Ten football being played this fall. And she did an interview yesterday. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I can see it. There's a possibility there. But you have to have everybody on the same page to make this happen. And then take advantage of what the president is offering to make sure that you have safety on campus. There's a chance you could pull this off. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, so do you, should I put that up now? I have some NBA options, too, if you want. Let me do football first. I know yeah. we're going to talk basketball with Mark Jackson here coming up, but uh, put football up there. I'm curious what the reaction is going to be uh, with this. We want Big Ten football. I don't know if we're going to get it. So I, I don't know how people will vote. If I'm saying you got to be realistic about it, do you think it's going to happen? Not do you want it to happen, because there's a big difference in how that's phrased. Yeah, McLevin. But you know how people vote. It's like wishful yeah. poll voting. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's true. Um, I don't know how people would react after the president and what he said to the commissioner, what my report was from a source. I, I, I'm going to guess people would probably think the Big Ten will play this fall. I'm going to I'm going to guess maybe the majority would would say would lean towards they will play this this fall. There's so much at stake. Yeah, there really is. But you got to have that strong leader says this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. I'm sure Barry Alvarez, the former Wisconsin head coach, the athletic director at Wisconsin, I'm sure he's playing a large role in this, too, because he's smart guy, powerful guy there. But you got to have somebody who's going to lead the charge. Be the flag bearer for the Big Ten. Yes, Paul. This comes down to me, and I have zero sources. I have no sources, just a hunch. <laughs> I cannot picture in my head Ohio State football letting themselves not play football this fall. You know that program better than anyone in this room for sure. But that is a serious football program. That's, it might as well be an SEC school. And yeah. I cannot picture the higher-ups – at Ohio State letting this happen. And if they have to call every conference commissioner and president and get them all on the same page and then force a revote or force the Big Ten commissioner's hand, I think they're going to do so in the next week. Yeah, that's what I don't understand what's going to happen. And, and I've tried to find this out. Do the presidents need to revote to play or not play? And how many does it take? Is it just a majority? Uh, what if 10 schools say we want to play and four say that we don't? You still going to play? And this goes back to when we were first starting out, like the embryonic stages of, is college football going to come back? Are they going to play? And I remember asking the question uh, to uh, the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, could you see where maybe you have some of the schools in the SEC coming back to play? And he didn't want to get down that road and deal with a hypothetical, but I was dealing with the hypothetical. Not every school in every conference wants to play or wanted to play. I told you that in the Big 12. Texas and Oklahoma were leading the charge, but not everybody in the Big 12 wanted to play. Not everybody in the Big 10 wants to play. Haven't heard anything about the SEC or ACC of schools that do or do not want to play and some of the other schools around the country. But maybe there's a revote, and maybe that's the start of this. But you got five weeks now to try to be able to pull this together, and there's going to be a whole lot of pressure from the White House. That's going to be constant. All right, we'll take a break. Mark Jackson, NBA on ESPN. He had last night's Game 7, Nuggets beating the Jazz. Nuggets now move on to face the Clippers. Uh, you got the Thunder and the Rockets with the winner getting the Lakers. And you also have the Heat and the Bucks. That's Game 2 coming up. We'll talk to Mark. And uh, your phone calls are always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. 19 after the hour. Just getting started on this Wednesday. 
right here on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. The original light beer. 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great at it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Play of the day coming up. We'll settle on our poll question. I think we already did. Do you think the Big Ten will play football this fall, in the spring, or not at all? I actually put next fall. Maybe that's overly optimistic, but uh, yeah, not at all. Basically, it's a third option. Yeah, they're wondering, and this is what was brought up to my attention yesterday by my source, that if you play spring football, then you really jeopardize the fall. And then what happens with that? You don't want to jeopardize two seasons. You know that you need to play in the fall. October 10th, that is the start date. That's the latest you can start, according to my source, and you could still qualify to play for a national championship. And that's what you have with Ohio State and maybe Wisconsin in there as well. Maybe somebody else in the Big Ten. But they realize that uh, they have an opportunity. There is a window there, and you got five weeks to make that happen if they're able to make that happen. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Jamal Murray at Donovan Mitchell. That'll be coming up. Mark Jackson, the former great point guard, now uh, running the point for NBA on ESPN and ABC. Mark, with the call last night, with the Nuggets beating the Jazz to advance, now they have the Clippers waiting for them. Mark, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How would you sum up the final minute of that game last night? Well, I thought it was a thanks for having me, first of all. I thought it was a great series, a great game, and 
gave us pretty much everything down the stretch, you know, bad plays, big time plays, big time shots, you know, and, 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 and missed opportunities. But it was a, it was a great series and it was a honor and a joy for me to be part of the call. But you had Donovan Mitchell that I think people realized how good he is. Now, playing in Utah doesn't get primetime coverage. Jamal Murray might have been the most improved player or the biggest breakout star, I think, in the bubble. Your thoughts on what you saw with Jamal Murray? Well, I wouldn't say he was the biggest breakout star uh, the entire time. You know, obviously when playoffs started and what he did in that series really made him the breakout guy. Uh, he, he put that team on his back and made huge plays. The thing that was most impressed, impressive to me was his ability to make shots. I mean, those step-back threes, those, you know, one-dribble threes, those pull-up threes, those, you know, coming off screen. He he pretty much did everything a, a perimeter guy could do to give his team a chance to win, especially, and it was needed when you look at the series that Donovan Mitchell had. He was he was spectacular, and it, it really gave, you know, the Joker an opportunity to make plays down the stretch last night because he was fresher because of, you know, the load that Jamal Murray has carried the entire series. Okay, wait, who's a bigger breakout star than Jamal Murray? No, no, for the, for the, for the uh, entire bubble, uh, would you say that Devin Booker, you know, you, you're already giving him superstardom, or was he a breakout star? Because well, well he, didn't he score 70 points in a game? <laughs> I, th- I thought we were going to be friends. No, no, we're, we're always friends, but this is how friends act. I, I just slapped the floor, Mark. I'm ready to play some defense here. Uh, I'm not used to that from you, neither. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, okay. So I think Jamal Murray is probably the breakout star there. I'm not going to argue. Okay. What, when you think about when you put the body of work and what he's done in this series alone, it was incredible. And he's certainly, you know, now all of a sudden people are embracing who he is and and and, and the talent <laughs> level that he brings to the table. You just co-signed. Yeah, I just coached. Okay. I, 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 you, you, you hit the floor and you, you intimidated me. <laughs> I was thinking about you when uh, the passing of John Thompson. And the first time I met Mark Jackson was in the sports information office at St. John's. And I've told Mark this, so I can, I can mention this on the air. But we were trying to get an interview with Chris Mullen. We wanted to do a feature <laughs> on Chris Mullen. And they said, well, we'll give you Mark Jackson. And they trot out Mark Jackson from, I don't know, some door. He came out and said, we had to do an interview with Mark Jackson. They said, if you do an interview with Mark, then we'll give you Chris eventually. So thank you. Thank you, Mark. You were the setup, man. Things haven't changed. He wasn't (laughs) able to get a hold of Rich Miller today, so you called me. (laughs) (laughs) Did John Thompson recruit you at Georgetown? No, he did not. Um, Uh... You know, but I'll tell you this, and I said this before. If you told me I had an opportunity to play for any coach that I never played for in the history of sports, not just basketball because I'm a sports junkie, so any coach that I never played for, I can pick one. Without question, it'd be Coach John Thompson because I watched him, I witnessed him, uh, not just love on his kids, but his kids love him back. His players absolutely adored him. He challenged them. He nurtured them. He taught them, but most importantly, he protected them. And uh, you look at the – not just that. You know, at the end of the day, he, won, he wins the 84 championship and he has incredible success. That's not his biggest accomplishment to me. His yeah. biggest accomplishment is the folks that he's impacted and the folks that they have in turn impacted. That's what it's all about, being a coach and a quality man, and that'll live longer than a national championship. I'm, I was honored to compete against him and uh, truly inspired by watching him. Well said. Mark Jackson joining us. He is uh, joining Mark Jones, Cassidy Hubbard. They have another Game 7. That'll be tonight, Oklahoma City against the Rockets. We'll touch on that in a moment. Uh, The chances for the Nuggets to beat the Clippers are what? Um, Obviously, the Clippers are the favorite, but the Nuggets are talented enough. They're they're well coached. Uh, They're coming off of some success of of a hard-fought uh, series against the Jazz, so this opportunity for them to embrace the challenges. And but I, I, I think clearly the Clippers, with their talent, uh, certainly the favorite. But the Nuggets have a chance. You, you have talent. You have you know home run talent. You have a chance in any series. Who do the Lakers want to face between the Rockets and the Thunder? I think if you're the Lakers, it doesn't matter. Um, 
I, I really don't think it matters because if they're playing the, the best the best basketball that they could play, their talent level should beat either one of them. So I don't think you, you pay attention to well. And, and and again, I've been in this situation as a former player. You be careful who you ask for. You know, I, I prefer this team. And all of a sudden, you know, we we wanted a hobbled New York Knicks team with Patrick Ewing out. Uh, over the Miami Heat, and we got what we asked for. And we wound up being on vacation, so <laughs> so you you have to be careful in that situation and make sure you take care of your business and you're ready and prepared. I don't, I, you know, I don't know what's at stake with the Rockets' season tonight if they don't advance, but it feels like it feels like Mike D'Antoni it might be coaching for his job tonight. Is that too heavy to to lay on uh, this game? Well, that's what the streets say. The streets are talking for sure. I, <laughs> streets I usually right. <laughs> yeah, I, who knows? I will tell you this. He's an outstanding coach. He's done an outstanding job, not just in Houston, but in his entire basketball career. Um, it would be unfortunate. But, you know, life goes on no matter what. And I, I wish him nothing but the best. And, and uh, you know, hopefully those those stories in the streets is not telling the truth. But he's an outstanding coach. And, and uh, this is a team that, you know, the expectations was was huge for them. And hopefully, you know, for, for his sake and for their sake, they can pull it off. But there's pressure across the board, you know, not just in Houston, but all around this league. Yeah, I I don't know. They're, they they went all in on Russell Westbrook. They gave up those draft picks. They kicked Chris Paul to the curb. It feels like you can't bow out. Can't bow out in the first round. That, that, that feels like um, changes will need to be made, certainly at the head coaching position and Chris Paul you know when they got him in Oklahoma City it felt like they that was just like a pit stop for him he was going to go there and then they were going to ship him off there were rumors that he was going to be traded then all of a sudden I think they woke up one day and go you know we're a playoff team here and Chris Paul has been as clutch as anybody in the bubble he's been awesome here so what happened with Oklahoma City that they realized that they have a really good team or competitive team well, Chris Paul at times in, in 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 his history can be a you know somewhat of a pest and uncomfortable to be around because of you know his competitive drive and you know he's a he's a, he's a guy that is extremely intelligent when you talk about basketball. I would say even brilliant, um, and he challenges guys and his leadership from day one. He went to Oklahoma City and and they say that from day one he says I, I don't want to be traded. I, I want to be here, yeah. and he went on to prove himself to his coaches, his teammates, the challenges they're facing, two guards that are legit in the, in the backcourt and having to compete against them this late in his, his career, forced himself into the starting lineup. And, you know, he, he embraced those guys and really made each and every one of them better better basketball players. And it's hard to believe, but I'm, I'm sure Billy Donovan will tell you, and Billy Donovan, in my opinion, is going to be a Hall of Fame coach when it's all said and done. Made him a better coach because guys like that challenge you and force you to really know what you're talking about. You can't trick guys like that in the huddle. I don't know if you ever heard this story, but we had Chris Weber on, and we were just talking about what kind of conversations come up. This may have been based off of Montrez Harrell and what he was saying to Luka Doncic on the floor. And uh, Weber said, you know, I had this moment where Peja Stojakovic hit a long three and Gary Payton says to him, I'm going to punch you in the mouth if you take another one of those shots. So C-Webb then had to step in to, he said, I had to get crazy. I had to get crazy on Gary Payton. So Gary Payton, I mean, I, he says he's going to punch Peja in the mouth if he takes a <laughs> shot like that. <laughs> as, 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 as Archie Buck and Edith Buck would say, those were the days. I mean, what what, what that, you want to do? Did that ever happen to you? Or like, did you ever run into somebody who was just crazy and said things that made you nervous? You know where I'm from? I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're scared, get a dog, man. <laughs> and you Go got on, three man. dogs. You got, got three. three dogs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no, that that never <laughs> happened to me. That never happened to me. But I understand, you know, when you see a guy that you think you can intimidate, uh, you, you probably go and cross the line. And, I mean, Paige is a heck of a player, but there came, came a point in time in Gary Payton's mind where that was his, his go-to play to try to intimidate him, and hopefully he could accomplish the goal. But um, but th- those type of things happen all the time. But why were the but Clippers this, doing that to Luka? Well, this is a, well. I don't have a problem with them trying to intimidate him. I don't have a problem with them trying to be physical with him. 
I have a problem with the language that was used, especially in 2020. Yeah. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable if Luca said it to Montrez. So I'm not going to accept it if it's the other way around. And I think we got to be better across the board. And I think, uh, to, to Montrez's credit, he, he he embraced it. He apologized. And to Luca's credit, he didn't make it a big deal. So we live, we learn, and we move on. Well, you remember how big it was when Isaiah and Rodman said what they said about Larry Bird. And Larry, they had to have a press conference after Rodman said if he was black, he'd be just another player. And then Isaiah co-signed on that. And that was, here's Larry going into the NBA Finals or something. He's got to hold a press conference to say basically, uh, I don't think it didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is breaking news. Larry Bird would be a, a, a all-time great and a legend, no matter what color he was. So, so that's that's that that's breaking news for you to, to, this morning. Okay, all right, we got breaking news. Uh, Larry Bird would be good no matter what color he is. Thank you, Mark. Uh, what do you think of my my Miami Heat? Extremely well coached. Um, top top notch organization that has a, a roster full of competitive dudes that refuse to quit, refuse to surrender. Would you tell me win. who is not extremely well coached? Like everybody's been extremely well coached. Is there? No, 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 no. I'm 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 not I'm not a guy. I'll, I'll tell you if a, if a guy can't play, or he had a bad day. I'll tell you if a, if a coach had a bad day. I'll tell you if a referee had a bad what day. Are the, not... What are the streets saying, Mark? That's what I want to know. The streets are saying that Eric Spolster will be a Hall of Fame. Coach. I agree. I'm, I'm only speaking facts. No, no, I said that uh, yesterday. That okay. Spolstra is going to be a Hall of Fame coach when it's all said and done. Absolutely. Absolutely. So right there they with a... you. I, I love this Heat team. I, I don't know how great they can be, but they are fun to watch, and I, I really feel like I'm watching an, a, a complete team. Um, you know, I, I think you know when Jimmy Butler plays the way he played in Game One. You know, his ability to take over the game because they're going to need somebody to take over the game. Uh, Jimmy Butler, as, as, as outstanding as a player as he is, will he do it consistently and when it matters most? When he's got it going, he's proven to be that, that guy that believes he's a world beater and plays the way he played in game one. Um, I'd like to see him take that responsibility every single night, whether it be to score or also to facilitate. At times, you know, drawing guys. Dragic has been the guy that they've, you know, he's carried them at times offensively, especially the role he's been on lately. But this is a team that is well coached. They understand how they're going to win. They're committed to it. They don't have breakdowns defensively. If you're going to be honest, you have to sprint the floor, you have to build a wall, and you have to be committed every single possession and not allow him to take advantage of his matchup where he sees bodies in front of him. That's what they did in game one. That's what they've been able to do and successful with doing every time they face them, and that will give them an opportunity to advance. That and only that will give them an opportunity to advance, and they're committed to, to, to being locked into doing it. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and should be great tonight with uh, Rockets and the Thunder. How many threes do you think the Rockets take tonight over under 45? My goodness. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take the safe bet and say over, which is which is which is crazy. You think about that. If you said somebody gonna shoot 45 threes, but they they are all in. They push their chips in the middle of the table. Now the question is when they when they're knocking them down, uh, not just James Harden, but everybody else. I don't know how you defend them. The problem is if they're missing them, do they have a plan B? At some point in time, you have to put the ball on the deck and and get 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 better shots. Uh, and and then get the three point ball rolling. I agree. So, uh, it, it'll 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 be interesting to see if they make the, the proper adjustments, whether they're hot or cold, to give themselves a chance. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad to you know take a layup or a mid range jumper there occasionally, but they they just won't do that. Um, the best job opening is which team? You're talking about the ones that's currently open. Yeah. Um, Pacers, Sixers, Nets, Pelicans. I mean, I could throw there's, in the there's some, there's some There's some great job opening. You only got one. You got one choice, Mark. You can have the job. I don't know. There, there's some great jobs. Oh, I think, come on. And I'm not taking the easy road out. The point is this. There are 30 of them in the world. Every single one of them are great. They're great. There's 30 of them in the world. Is it you don't want to choose them, because you don't want to choose because you might be up for one of these jobs or a couple of these jobs. So you don't want to say, "Hey, I'd take the Nets." 
right? Does that sound correct, Mark? No, what sounds correct is I'm a graduate of St. John's University School of Communication. (laughs) (laughs) There are are 30 incredible jobs in the NBA. Did you graduate? Did you graduate? You did. Okay, I'm just curious. Shots fired. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm just curious. I barely graduated, but I, I, you know, I'm really surprised you did graduate. I'm surprised you barely graduated. I thought it was even worse than that. <laughs> I thought later on in life, when you were accomplished, you, you went back and you know paid some money for it. I what was, school was that again? University of Dayton. I was Prop 48. <laughs> <laughs> now, no wonder you're even more grateful for Big John, John Thompson. Thompson. That's why John walked off the floor. <laughs> for you. For me. <laughs> My intramural team. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we'll be listening. Yeah, you can give a shout-out to me tonight if you want. Who knows? You never know. That could happen. Yeah, just give a shout-out. Just say, you know, I'm talking one of the smartest basketball guys I've ever been around and a great shooter, uh, Dan Patrick, earlier today on his show. You know how fortunate you are that St. John's brushed off Chris Mullen and, and said, you know, <laughs> we're going to give you Mark Jackson that day a long time ago? Uh, Chris, Chris is really happy that he didn't have to do the interview, so... But I, I got to meet you, and then who would have known that we would have a 30-year friendship? Time is flying, man. Yeah, but I know. it's an honor. I know. And you, you continue to amaze and do incredible work. <laughs> well, I'm well coached. <laughs> <laughs> have fun tonight. Thanks, man. Good talking to you. And that's Mark Jackson. He'll be on the call tonight with Mark Jones, Cassidy Hubbard. And uh, that's at 9 Eastern on the Mothership and ESPN app. Oh, uh, we go back a long way, Mark. And uh, there was a, you know, I'll take a break. I'll tell you this story at the final four. When I went to the Pacers practice and I wanted to, sh- I wanted to play Mark Jackson one-on-one uh, with a hangover, by the way. We'll take a break. Play of the day is up next after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh my God! The play, the play, is the play. of the day. Runner left side, got it. I gotta play it and play. It. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Denver with the ball. Eight seconds left. Bounce pass to Craig. Layup, no. Rudy rebounds. Three seconds left. Out to Conley. Conley rises for the win. It swirled out. It swirled out. And Denver advances to the second round. Oh, my goodness. That ball was down in the basket. Jazz Radio Network, KZNS, with our play of the day, brought to you by LegalZoom. We're faced with new challenges these days. If you need legal help for yours, count on LegalZoom. Start online. Network of independent attorneys providing advice when you need it the most. And since LegalZoom isn't a law firm, you don't have to leave your home. Visit LegalZoom.com today for more information. And in case you're wondering, here is the Nuggets play-by-play call of the same play. Donovan Mitchell spins on Harris, gets to the dotted line, lost the basketball, loose ball down to Jamal Murray, Denver's got the numbers, off to Craig, layup no good, rebound down to Gobert, you gotta hurry, two seconds left, three-pointer Conley, missing it to Hard, let's bring on the LA Clippers, let's go Nuggets Nation, come on! That's courtesy of Altitude Radio (laughs) Network. That's a Game 7 call for you. It was fun. It was chaotic. It wasn't great basketball in that final minute, but it was entertaining. Speaking of not great basketball, I was in Indianapolis for the final four years ago. Mark Jackson was playing for the Pacers. Reggie Miller was on the Pacers. Larry Brown was the head coach. And I went out for drinks with Reggie and Mark when I was in town. And then uh, I... You know, they said, why don't you come over and watch practice? And I said, well, if I come over, then I'm going to want to shoot around. So they got me Pacers uh, gear. And I got went in the locker room, came out, waited for practice to end. And then uh, I played Mark Jackson one-on-one. Had a wicked hangover. Not that if I didn't have a hangover, but the whole team is watching us play at the end of practice. Even Larry Brown is watching this. Poor man having to watch that. But Mark is bodying me like it was he was guarding, you know, Jordan or trying to game seven physical, pushing me around the whole time. And then I finally scored on him and the bench. They started giving him so much grief. And then Mark goes, let's shoot. Let's have a three point shooting contest. Now, I, I know I'm a better shooter than Mark Jackson, but Mark toasted me that day, roasted me, embarrassed me. And I, that I can blame the hangover on. But he did outshoot me, and I made the tactical error of letting him shoot from the top of the key because that's the only place he could make a three because that was where he would shoot if he ever shot a three. I had to get him to the wing, and I didn't do it. But uh, it was fun going in there. And then Reggie Miller was killing me. He's like, if you can't beat Mark, you want nothing to do with me. Like yelling as he's going to the locker room. And he's right. I wanted nothing to do with Reggie Miller. But I thought, I can dust off Mark Jackson. And then he ended up beating me in the uh, three-point shooting contest. Yes, Paul? It's got to be great to be a guy like Reggie Miller where you think you you can walk into 99% of the rooms and courts in America or worldwide and go, I'm the best shooter here. Yeah. Like, you're a good shooter. A lot of people are good shooters in NBA, but he's world-class. Yeah. And when you see the ball in his hands, there's just certain guys. Like Ray Allen, you just see it in their hands and you go, uh-oh, that's going in. Uh, let me get a couple of phone calls. Aaron in Columbus. Aaron, what's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Um, thanks for the time. Uh, I'd, I'd like to finish with a question, if I may, but I was talking to Marvin first about um, you know, the realities of no football in Columbus and in places like LinkedIn and other Big Ten cities. Um, you know, I know it's all about money, but if these presidents and ABs are listening at all to the upswell and the fans, you've got people who, you know, the reality of, for us in the pandemic is just very different than folks in New Jersey with Rutgers. And you know, I, I'm assuming, you know, a place like Lincoln, even more so than Columbus, people are looking around saying, hey, what's going on? There's there's no problem. Why no football? And 
you know, as you know, in Columbus, it's life or death this time of year. This is football time. So, you know, just a comment. And then my question for you, Dan, is, you know, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, which do you prefer, uh, Twilight books or Twilight movies? Um, Twilight books or Twilight movies? You're tricking me, aren't you, Aaron? I'm going to say Twilight movies, of course. I was going to say, oh, you just got saved by the break. Now you don't. No, have to see. it's okay. People don't believe that I never saw the Twilight movies. Even guys in this room don't believe me. <laughs> You've only seen half the Twilight movies. <laughs> What's wrong with Twilight? Well, a lot. <laughs> Was that a rhetorical question? <laughs> a lot. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 